episode of Juice and the Numbers, your statistics and sports podcast. I am one of your hosts, Joshua Tracy. I am Corwin Hiller. Who's temporarily just like sewn out, man. You were gone for a minute. Uh, anyway. Absolutely. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, we're, we're, we're chatting with uh, Emily Nyman of the Breaking Balls podcast. Uh, she'll be our guest today as we talk about, or as we have a draft, a draft of rule changes for MLB. Um, most of them goofy, some of them um, practical, and we uh, we see whose version of baseball we ended up liking the best at the end of it. Let me stop you there. They are all practical. Realistic, I don't know, but they can be done. Yeah, mine were not, but anyway. <laughs> Uh, today's hat today's hat is an internet hat boom pitching ninja we've been having um people i really like from twitter on the show recently and i figured i'd showcase my twitter hat um i'm waiting for somebody to ask me about it one day someone on the street one day Um, is that pitching ninja and i'll be like oh he knows or she he might be like the the cream of the cr- what's the term I'm looking for? The uh, the crop sounded the, like it was right, yeah. But like, he would be like the, the, the ultimate guest on this show, like, he would be the one. He is Jewish, that's I feel true. Like, <laughs> I feel like there's a better idiom for that, but you know, my brain. Well, I mean, he is wheat, we are chaff, uh, so I don't know if it's gonna. <laughs> I don't know if it's practical, but anyway. <laughs> Man, that's a that's a very pre-industrial agriculture joke. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Um, let's go out there and reap what we sow. Uh, oh, so, God. What, uh, you want your cake and to eat it too? Uh, uh, thank you. Um, <laughs> food. Yeah, I know. Here, fucking God damn it. This is supposed to be so much shorter. I'm sorry if you're listening to this. He. <laughs> Here the, is Josh. Our... This is the beginning episode. They got another like fucking hour of dealing with stop this bullshit. It. Fucking stop <laughs> it. Here now is our conversation with Emily Nyman. All right, we are uh, we're joined today. This is our first weekday guest ever. We're so used to doing this shit on Sundays, but we got our we got a uh, uh, Emily Nyman host of the Breaking Balls podcast, joining us today. Em, how you doing? I'm great. I'm happy to be here. All right. <laughs> so so you, you're joining us today, uh, spring training in full effect. And once again, this season, uh, as it is the season between the COVID-shortened season and the next CBA, uh, we are once again having fun with what the fuck are the rules of baseball this year? Um, which has been a topic of conversation for the past couple seasons as MLB has tried some stuff out at the minor leagues and then introduced a few concepts in the majors last year due to, as they claimed, uh, shortened season. And we wanted to make sure things moved along a little bit quicker. So we had shorter double headers. We had runners starting on second and extra innings. We had a bunch of shit nobody liked. We had some stuff people did like. The universal DH was a thing. And now, I guess, pretty much all of it's gone. But conversation is renewed again because next year we get to negotiate all this shit again. So we thought we'd have a little bit of fun with it and try to draft some of our favorite rule changes and see whose version of the MLB was the most fun. So, Emily, Corwin, you guys ready to go? Hell yeah. yeah. Why not? That was a firm no, no hard shrug commit. from the co-host of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Acting as though this was his first time here. 200 episodes in. All right. I am here twice a week purely out of indifference. Yeah, it really is that. I am just the, the, the blank hole in your schedule. <laughs> yeah. I think that's Absolutely. Happened Couldn't about. have said yeah. it better myself. All right, so I put our names into a random order generator, and our order will be as follows. Emily, you go first. Corwin, you're second, and I got shafted in third. Uh, so I guess without further ado, uh, M, give us your first uh, rule change draft pick. 
universal DH. I don't ever want to see a pitcher hit again for the rest of my life. I yeah. thought I was safe with, with all these AL fans over here. Nope. I thought I'd snag it. No, I need, I, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of seeing windbreakers on the field. They get the jacket after the at-bat on the base path. Like I don't want any of that anymore. No. And I feel like the only reason everyone likes it is because of the very rare instances in which pitchers actually hit something because it's so, it becomes like a goal in hockey where like, Getting a basket in basketball is not uncommon. They are going to make a very significant number of them every game. Getting a goal in hockey, super rare, right? You get maybe three or four in a game for, for your side. Uh, that's like a pitcher hitting, but except the, the, you need it to happen significantly more frequently for it to be effective. So the, 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 the rare instance in which it happens has such a big emotional payoff, which if that's the only reason we're doing it, I would rather have a pitcher hitting contest during the all-star break. Worst if, if contest that, of all time. Pitcher, pitcher hitting contest. Sorry. Are we just like beaning all of the pitchers now? All the pitchers with, you know, issues with all of the guys who've been striking them out all season, just get to come up and just throw their 65 mile an hour fastball at them. Position player pitching versus pitchers hitting. <laughs> is that where we're at? No, the but for real. They, that'd be, honestly, that'd be if we had fun. that as like the all-star game, for like the guys who don't quite make the all-star game, I'd be all for it. The only fans that like pitchers hitting, I'm convinced NL are fans from shitty teams because then they don't really have anything to care about. So they're like, Oh, this is a novelty that is exciting and something that I could look forward to and could potentially happen any day. But then as soon as their team gets good, suddenly they're like, Oh wait, I don't want this fucking guy pitching. I mean, I don't want this guy hitting anymore. Please put in a real hitter. My only defense, Zach Greinke, is one home run and one stolen base away from a 2020 career. And I do not want to die without seeing that feat. And, and that's, that's the other thing, you know, it's like Noah Syndergaard can rake. And, you know, remember that one time Bartolo Colon hit a, hit a home run. That sure was fun. And it's like, yeah, but like swing. when you see how much better your roster gets just from taking away that fucking waste space called the pitcher hitting slot. Oh my God. Like I'm, I'm no, I'm gonna misquote the exact number here, but like we always talk about, like oh, you know, Mac or what's it? Not Max Scherzer. He's a good hitter, but Matt Bumgarner. He's like oh, he's such a great hitter for a pitcher. He has a career batting average of like 150, 167. It's not like it's good in any capacity. It's like half of what your good, you know, contact hitter should be getting. And even the contact hitters, it's like, this is a game of failure. They're not succeeding like most of the time. So if you're going to have that, it's who needs that? Nobody. Nobody. All right. All right. Let's, let's keep it moving. Cause I'm sure this is, <laughs> this is a very real one. This is very likely to happen. So then there's, there is worlds to say about it. Corwin, you're up round one pick. What do you got? Uh, that was actually the only one I came up with uh, heading into it. So I got nothing. I'll see you guys later. I'm going to hop off. uh, Um, But no, I feel like I should get, you know, the actual realistic rules out of the way. So I'm going to, I'm going to take a step off the the baseball diamond for a minute and say mandatory minimum pay for minor league players. Let's get them up. Let's keep them out of poverty as professional baseball players. Let's get them some benefits. Let's get them some livable wages. That is, I think is a rule that will really change baseball. That's a good one. All right. Yeah, we uh, we've been talking about this a lot of the past couple weeks, especially. Um, I mean, it 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 is the surest sign of cheapness from ownership that paying guys, I don't know, forty five thousand dollars a year instead of the sixteen thousand dollars a year they currently make um, is like the breaking point, but. I, I, I guess it's an effective way for them to pinch pennies and remind us that we are all the poors and they are not. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Remember that scene from Les Mis when they talk about us being the poors? Yeah, yeah. Or most days in the news um, <laughs> or when I go to the bank. <laughs> or mo- just, just 
actively throughout the day. Yeah. I walk into Yankee Stadium poor. I walk out of Yankee Stadium very much poor. Yeah, remember that time I got a uh, I got you like a pass for like a free beer and they came back and handed you a fucking like like Dixie cup of beer. <laughs> I had like three tickets I collected from like all of the people we went with, and it was like one 12 ounce, you know, can of beer in, all in to- total. I mean, I didn't even know they had free drink tickets at Yankee Stadium. Where did you find this? Uh, I, I mugged the uh, ownership group, <laughs> straight up I, mugged them. I think I got them for like a weird Wasn't specialty it, uh, game. MasterCard? Thing? Like wasn't it with? Oh, maybe it might have been like a Mastercard deal thing if you like bought your tickets with the right fucking credit card. They're like spend five thousand dollars and get five ounces of beer. Josh, that was the day we saw Marlins, man. That was, and I believe it was the same day we saw Mike Ford hit a walk-off home run against the Oakland Athletics. Yeah, that was a fun day. That Um, was a good day. That was a fun day in the city. Uh, All right, all right. So minimum uh, league salary. Minimum minor league salary for each player. All right. I am going to go yeah, back. Universal DH, people living on livable wages. Yeah, same ballpark, you know. <laughs> it's yeah, you know, it's it's a sport. That's what sports are like. You know, they you you watch pitchers hit and then you make people broke. Um all right. I will go. Oh, damn it. I'm between two. This is why I'm terrible in fantasy football. I make all my drafts in like the last fucking second. Um, He's not lying. It's really, really funny. Oh, it's just, and it's just me arguing. No one ever, no one even has to ever say anything. It is just me arguing with myself. Yeah, no. Josh is pretty much locked in to draft like Barry Bonds, just every year. Shit, he retired. Oh no, fuck. <laughs> all right, I'll go. I'll go. Also, salary related, salary related or money related. I'll go salary floor across MLB. Um, quantity I'll ignore, but I'll say that there has to be some minimum level of spending that is, you know, above what the bottom five teams are currently doing. Yeah, I totally agree. And also the, just, it's the only alternative to a salary cap, which unless you're going to have a revenue cap, I think is based totally unethical to say that the players can only make a certain amount, but these owners can just continue to make billions over the years. And the salaries will just stay at this one plateaued percentage rate, however they do it. I'd love to see this just to see Bob Nutting just lose his goddamn mind over having to spend money. Oh, well, and, and then the other part of it is it's like, if you're going to have revenue sharing as a result of, of other teams going over this salary tax threshold for some period of time, shouldn't that money by default go towards your payroll? Like, I thought it did. I thought so, that's why the so, Pirates were in that lawsuit a few years ago because he wasn't spending it on payroll. So we just, in our last episode, we looked at how much money each team got in competitive balance uh, dollars and compared it to their threshold. And like last year, on average, teams that received money from the competitive balance got like $118 million. Or 2019, to, to pre-COVID. And there was like, there's like 12 teams that didn't spend $100 million in payroll. And it's like, obviously... Not every, you know, not at all, every single dollar is going to go towards payroll. There's other factors to be considered, but it's the competitive <laughs> balance tax. Shouldn't this be adding to the competitive nature of your fucking team? It, it yeah. Can't argue uh, with that. Bob Nutting is just trying to make his wallet competitive with the other guys at his country club. It's true, man. It's all about collecting commas. That's, that's all it is, man. <laughs> All right. All right. M second round back to you. What do you got? Okay. So when a player hits a home run, each deck it, it reaches, it adds a run for that player. So if they hit a home run just to the field level, it's just a regular home run. They only count as one run. If they hit it to the second deck, the batter counts as two runs. If they hit it to the third deck, the batter counts as three runs. So you could potentially hit a six run home run if there's bases loaded. So what if it is... leaves the park completely? Game over. Kobe <laughs> Cove. 12 runs. Really? Yeah. So if it hits into the water in Pittsburgh, San Francisco, game's over, golden snitch, yep. give them the World Series. Okay. I'm in. 
So do you think that, this that would might make the pirates teams... a competitive team? Oh, no, it wouldn't get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I think the no, pirates are safe. You're right, it Such a stretch. But do you, do you think that would incent teams to create really small decks, like two row decks? Cause like, I think think about the angels. Like they have so much outfield room because there's like, you know, they have like those fucking rocks there and shit. Like they could just like stack that shit with decks. It just looks like the Senate in the prequels of Star Wars. There's just like all these little discs right. for like. Because then, then Mike Trout becomes a player who can win you a game. He hits one 12 run home run and then you're boom, you're done. So the Rotation's not an issue. <laughs> you would just see like billion dollar stadiums cropping up in every single city just of these skyscrapers. At, and like the distance is like 250 feet, whatever the lowest number they can get to. What happens if you hit the roof of the trop? Oh my is that god! Kind of, is that kind Redo of a mulligan. Out mulligan. Oh man, that would make a box score look wild. This is just like Blarn's ball now. I think that's the natural progression for baseball. Yeah, it is. It seemed to be doing well in Futurama. <laughs> Stole right. my joke. God damn it, Josh. That's right. Get out of here, Corwin. What's uh? What what's what's your next pick, Corwin? Oh, man, there's so many to choose from. I'm ready to get really weird with it. I mean, normal rules are, are okay and all, but, like, come on, they're not the same. Round. <laughs> Your second round before we got to the weird ones. All right, let's hear, let's hear yeah, it. Come on. What, you want to hear me talk about, like, competitive balance tax for the next 20 minutes? No way. Um, okay. Angel Hernandez, right? He's in this lawsuit about, you know, MLB's racist. They won't let me in the World Series. Mm-hmm. Write in a rule specifically for Angel Hernandez. If he finishes top five in call accuracy in any season, he goes to the World Series. Just locked in. Just end this argument completely. Hey, if you're good enough to get to the World Series, you go to the World Series. We don't care if you're, you know, Hispanic, minority. I just, any rule we got to limit how much I have to hear about Angel Hernandez which, you know, this rule may or may not have been inspired by him already blowing a call in spring training, but I'm here for it. But then what happens if he he does all this hard work, he gets to the World Series, then all of a sudden he's like, all right, I made it. Now let me just relax. And now he's back to shitty Angel Hernandez in the World Series. What if he, what if he long cons you, Corwin? Yeah. Listen, listen. These were not, you know... These were not group think topic points. You know, these were me sitting at work trying to think of stuff to go on in baseball, watching highlights of Angel, well, low lights of Angel Hernandez and just getting angry. Hey, Sue if I have me, to answer right? for the you trap roof in mind, you have to answer for this. <laughs> touche. Touche. You know what? If he wins, if he drops below top 15 from then on, he becomes. He has to ump the World Series without any any protective gear. He's just back there, T-shirt, shorts. I'll give him socks, but he has to wear sandals, open-toed, and he's just he's got to call the game and he's got to do it well. Every missed call is a thousand dollar. Every every missed call, he takes off a piece of piece of clothing. Let's get weird. Oh, with we it. don't need that. Yes, we do. This is Imagine how we that was get the real rule and Joe. This West is how to... we get the oh, 55 and over female crowd to watch baseball. <laughs> this is how we do it. And now guest umping today's game, Brad Pitt. He's awful. <laughs> Actually, researching these questions, I found out that when baseball first started, umpires were just people in the stadium that they would just pick just like, well, like, you know, wealthy well-known people in the community hey we like you come on um for us we'll give you a nice chair you'll just sit back there you get first pick at all the concessions not making that up and they would ump the games i mean that's the original idea of the art to this day you would you would tell the pitcher where you wanted the ball thrown and then if he didn't do it you got mad at him and that's why there's balls Mm -hmm. so the batter would be like all right throw it here and then if you didn't do it the batter would be like you fucking suck do that eight more times and then i'm going to first (laughs) there was like a three-year span where the batter got to pick whether he got a high pitch or a low pitch and that's just how baseball works and that's why angel hernandez is the way he is 
All right. All right. So I'm going to actually, I'm going to make my next pick then. I'm going to piggyback it off of yours, which it feels like I just did with my last pick, but whatever, I'm doing it again. Um, if both managers agree, then umps can be either changed or ejected from the game for missing balls and strikes. But both managers have to agree. So any single game, Angel Hernandez or CB Buckner is just officiating. It's just he shows up on time and then leaves about six minutes later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The amount of collusion that would go on would be insane between managers, I feel like. Like, dude, let's get this out of here. Or it's paying umpires under the table to, like, throw games. Like, I don't know. I feel like it would be, like, Black Sox situation all over again for some reason. Well, hey, you know, anything to get our boys back in the media. <laughs> you know, that, that scandal was 100 fucking years ago. We're still talking about it, huh? That's just great press. Got a point. Marketing geniuses at Joe Jackson. <laughs> hey, you know, you know it, it's baseball. The consequences are way lighter than, you know, like, war. True. Yeah, you know, the two deadliest things you can do with your life, go to war, play nine innings of baseball. I mean, if it was me, hey, look, man, if, if a breaking ball was coming anywhere near my head, I don't have the mental acuity to know if it's going to break or not. And I would either let myself get hit in the head or just start dodging every pitch that came in, whether it was remotely close to hitting me or not. So yeah, I wouldn't need to. I wouldn't need to get hit by a pitch. You throw a curveball at me and my heart gives out. I'm done. My heart and my feelings. Yeah, both. Hurt. I feel like I'd be too shocked for my feelings to kick in. Plus, I'm dead inside. So, you know. Fair. Sounds like a fun game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. No, Angel Hernandez gets kicked out six minutes in. I am killed in the batter's box eight minutes later. Great Wait. game. But who then takes the place? So let's say the managers get together. They say, get this guy out of here. Do like the, yeah. does the crew rotate? And then like another manager gets like dispensed from like the bullpen or something or a new uh, umpire rather. No, they so just prop my dead body up behind first base <laughs> and just let me call plays back there. Weekend so at Bernie's. I, I, I had thought about this and I figured that rotating the umps would probably be the easiest way of doing it. But I also like the panache of an ump actually fully getting ejected from the game and saying, Joe, Joe, this is so bad. You have to go sit down. <laughs> or hear me out. Noise meter with the crowd. They get to pick who the next umpire is. And they just have, style. they just have like the mascot out in the center field. Just like, Oh, Oh, Oh. Like the fucking needle with the, in the New York times at the election. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Round, round three. M, you are up again. What do you got? If a game is still tied going into the 11th inning, home run derby to determine the winner. I don't want to ah. see a 22-inning game. I don't even want to see a 15-inning game. I don't want to see the left fielder pitch. I want to just see, let's have these teams slug it out. Yeah, I, I think that the idea that MLB implemented last year of the runners starting on second in extras – it's I, I think it's the wrong application of like the right idea because uh, we have all all baseball fans have tried to stay up for those 18 inning games where after inning 10, you're convinced it's, it's going to end. It's going to end next inning and I'm going to miss it. And then before you know it, it is four o'clock in the morning and you absolutely hate yourself. And if they did something a little bit later, like 11th, 12th inning, I'm on board. And hey, the NHL already does the shootout. Home run derby ain't that wild of a concept. And like, if I never understand people, they hate, cause I'm not crazy about the rule with the runner on second, but I don't hate it. If people are okay with a position player throwing like 55 mile per hour meatballs, why is this a problem? Like they're like, that's not real baseball. They didn't earn it. It's like, does a professional hitter really earn it when they're facing a uh, Corey Seager or something like that on the mound? Like, come on. Yeah, it's this it's this idea of like I know in my mind what baseball is and I have decided that that is not baseball. It's the same thing with people like with the hockey comparison. Some people really really hate the shootout. Um but it's like look man there's like 82 games and we can't be having double triple quadruple overtime 
every day with these 20 minute periods. It's going to be ridiculous. Like I get it might not be hockey to you, but like, fuck dude, they got to go home. Like, yeah, they, and the games get sloppy, even in baseball. It's like, these guys are tired. They've been playing the sport now for hours. Like this isn't really baseball either in comparison to what the product is in the first inning. Like as amusing as it is watching Chris Davis's most valuable outings be when he pitches now, um, it's still not good baseball. <laughs> you watch Chris Davis and the Orioles? Um, if if he does something intriguing, I will <laughs> get a hit for the first time in yeah, that's eighty really games. All it takes. <laughs> what if instead of doing a home run derby, we just switch to like softball? Everyone gets a new glove. We'll get new bats. We'll get new balls. We'll just play a brand new game. Just switch it up. After Bring 15, like we switched to cricket. After that, stickball. Everyone's got to wear a funny mustache and old clothes. After 20, we're... My grandfather know, tells me basketball. about stickball and it's because he used to play in the Bronx when he was a kid. And it's like listening... To, it's, all his old stories are just like old people rambling. We used to buy brooms and knock the heads off and use those as sticks. And it's like, okay, grandpa. I'm sure you did. Does, the, <laughs> does that like old timey piano music play in the background? Like, yeah, just yakety sax. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, Corwin, next pick. You're up. So, do you guys know off the top of your heads how many like baseballs uh, you go through in a single game? Is it like 120? Like, yeah, I was going to say it's about, it's about there. Okay, that number was so significantly higher than I thought it was. Holy shit. <laughs> Um, save money, guys. Stop using so many. Football uses every like every foul six. ball and Fucking hit. You crazy. gotta, you gotta, you know, change it out because it softens the ball. And the pitchers will just be like, right, oh, firm, dirt on enough. this one. Give me another one, like Yuck. for no reason. <laughs> Ooh, gross. Very draconian. <laughs> While the other pitchers just like like talking loogies on it. Um, I was gonna say one ball, but now we'll have X number of balls. We'll figure that out later. There's just a couple balls in that mix where look like a normal ball they feel like a normal ball it's a tennis ball it's a lacrosse ball if you hit it with good contact it's going to go 600 feet and the pitcher won't know the umpire won't know nobody knows when it's coming just at some point one of those balls is going to get out into rotation and it's going to get slammed and it's going to be great on the flip side we'll throw some balls in there too with some you know raised stitching Give them, you know, extra texture. Really let those pitchers dig into it. And we're just going to see four feet of movement on that ball. I just, like, randomly, five in a game maybe, six in a game, one or two if we really got to get to the World Series. I just want it to be, like, boring, boring, boring. Holy shit, that ball went out of the park. Until the first lacrosse ball painted like a baseball just kills one of the players or someone in the stands being hit 800 miles an hour. Listen, baseball's got to get a little bit more exciting <laughs> if we got to sacrifice, you know. So, so you the want Oscar the Hernandez now and again? You know, okay, they have like sure. an acceptable window of like how dead or alive the ball can be, and you want it to go from like it's gonna be like a little bit to be like like outstretched arms. Like we have. We got we fired the quality control people at, at who are making the baseballs. Consistency is boring. We want people to watch. What's crazier than like an MMA match that the guy could die in the ring or you know something crazy? You never know what's going to happen. Let's bring that to baseball. You know. All right. Listen, Josh. Right. I told you we're going to get weird with it. Let's, we're getting weird with it. You're right. This is definitely weird with it. Um. All right, for my next one, because uh, I think it would be um, fun and very, very annoying for uh, batters, uh, called strikes down the heart of the plate count for two strikes. So ball comes in, and it's just a straight fastball, middle, middle, and you just look at it, like a lunatic. That's two strikes now. Okay. Okay. Explosive balls. That's crazy. But no, two strikes for a strike. That's two strikes big, yep. you know, because you know what, man, you know what? I get that your thing might not be swinging, but boy, we're going to get you swinging because goddamn, if that isn't the most frustrating thing, in the, it's like now, you know, if it's if it's a hundred five mile an hour, Jordan Hicks came out here. He had some shit to talk and he was feeling that that day. I understand that can be challenging, 
I have seen many batters take the middle, middle fastball thrown like 93 and just sat there and wondering like, what you doing, buddy? Well, if they're going to do that, because they're doing that because the pitch looks the same as every other pitch. So they're thinking it's going to be a breaking pitch. They don't realize that it's a 93 mile per hour fastball until it's already in the glove. So if you're going to do that, you have to either move the mound back or lower the mound. Because if the pitchers can throw breaking stuff like they can now and then get a two strike fastball, no, the batting average, that 150 Madison Bumgarner batting average would be MVP worthy in that league. I actually think the MLB would uh, would approve this. <laughs> they are so obsessed with pace of play. You you throw Angel Hernandez back there, the game's over in thirty five minutes, forty oh, yeah. minutes. I didn't even think about the subjectivity of the strike zone. That would be Judge gets yeah. a two strike fastball called at his ankles. <laughs> you got to combine these two. Then you got to combine my first, my my second round pick and my third round pick. That way, that way the managers can control their guys. I'm telling you. Right, well, I'm, I actually thought you. of another rule that I'm, I'm all for. All right. Well, you get your turn. All right. All right. Moving into the fourth that round. Works. M, what do you got? I would like to ban sack bunting. I think those kind of go hand in hand with the universal DH. So I think those two tie together because once you get rid of pitchers hitting, then no one's really going to drop a sack bunt. But I would just like to see that removed from the game. Swing the bat. Swing the bat. But then what's A-Rod going to talk about? Oh my God. Guy literally never was asked to bunt in his entire career. And he's like, these guys need to bunt more. It's like, just please stop talking. I, I think, I think analysts are put in a relatively tough position from how they approach the game because unfortunately baseball, what are you supposed to do when you're a hitter? Oh, well go up there and uh, hit it really hard. Um, and I feel like a lot of the color commentators we have now are more so like, Phil Sims than they are Tony Romo. We're like, I'm going to go up there and say the most obvious part of the game possible um, because for some reason, it's the only thing that comes to my mind instead of going up there and saying, well, he just got thrown, you know, a three, one uh, fastball out of the zone, which means that the pitcher's trying to get in the zone trying to get him to swing at something, but he doesn't want to be in the zone. Cause he knows this is you know, blah, 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 blah. And throw some actual strategy behind it because goddamn. It, is, it can be tough to accurately and succinctly describe what is happening, but we end up getting a lot of John Smoltz going, well, back in my day, you know, they, they, they'd steal, um, and now they don't do that, uh, and I've golfed today. And it's like, all right, John, all right, all right, we, we, we get it, you know? We used to break the broom handles off the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can be sax playing in the background. It's like, all right, John, we, we got it. Can we have a, a rule that we add in where it's like we just have a guy playing yakety sax that just picks up every time there's, you know, a guy caught in the uh, middle of bases getting run down, start playing yakety sax. I would be in support of that rule. I think that it's a crime that it isn't like that now. I've, I've wondered this as I've gone to games. How would you guys feel about passively played music in the background of, uh, you know, sporting events in general? I would love that. Yeah, nothing, nothing like crazy loud, you know, nothing that would like interfere with the, the people actually playing, but just, you know, like home team sets a fucking playlist and then you just kind of groove. Having been on New York subways where, you know, the nice 16 year old girl is doing that for me, you know, letting me feel that experience. I, I don't think I'd be for it. I feel like it's different atmosphere though. Like if I'm commuting on a subway, I definitely don't want to hear ambient music, but if I'm like at a ball game, I feel like I might. Yeah. Just, just, just a little low volume, you know, a few two ounce free beers. I don't know. <laughs> For me, it's like the, the ambiance of a baseball game. Like that's like 60% of why I enjoy going to live games. And I feel like, you know, hearing Mo Bamba in the background that's not baseball for me. You know, I like I have a picture in my head of what baseball is and it's not. <laughs> That's where um, you draw the line. Yeah. Move back to that. All right, Corwin, tell me your next rule. Uh, legalized drugs. You know, 
guys getting kicked out of the league for you know smoking marijuana that's fine you know like that's that's just not acceptable like it's it's a medicine it should be treated as such it's legal in so many states we shouldn't be kicking guys out uh but i don't want to stop there legalize them all players weekend maybe you know we we want to you know slow roll into this hey players weekend guys can do whatever the fuck they want you know trevor bowers on lsd pitching to I don't know, Aaron Judge on some shrooms. Meanwhile, some guys doing coke off of a bat in the outfield. I'd like You're just that'd be fun to watch. Yeah, I would say it's been done. <laughs> this is just the 86 Mets. <laughs> I wasn't alive then, so I, I couldn't experience it. So, like, I think Roaring 20s, we tried that last year. It led to where we are now. Let's not do it. Let's just jump ahead to the 80s, get really fucked up now, and then see how baseball goes. All right. Well, the best part about the 80s is I that just, they decided I just want it was another the perfect game on LSD fans. Well, maybe that. Maybe maybe you have the you have the All-Star game, you have the Home Run Derby and you have the Doc Ellis recre- uh, recreation game. <laughs> but everybody's on LSD. Oh, that's even better. Wow. <laughs> I like that's, that one better. Everyone's that's on LSD. That's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Commentators, umps, everybody. <laughs> Oh man, just having having like Don Orsillo and Mudcat just like doing their back and forth while absolutely fucked up. Let's bring Brock Meyer in here. I feel like he's already got that down pat. Like he would well, know exactly know, what to do. Maybe John Smoltz is a good commentator, but we're just not using him right. <laughs> we need Listen, to dose he's got him. the nose for it. I yeah, think right? he uh, he'd fit in well. Again, baseball in like the late eighties, early nineties. I'm I'm sure they got up to no good allegedly. <laughs> Yeah. Allegedly. Um Allegedly. All right. All right, for my next one um Oh, this is a fun one. Before they're at bat, batters have to uh call their shot of where the ball's going to go. Left, right or center. Otherwise, it doesn't count. So you have to you have to go up to the ump beforehand and be like, it's going to go doesn't have to be left field. You know, it could be left side of the infield, any of that shit. But you got to go up and you got to be like, it's, I'm going to hit it straight. And then if you go up there and you hit it to right, no good. That's an out. You suck. You got to call the shot. Imagine bottom of the ninth, game seven of the World Series, down by three, bases loaded. You call center field and you hit it to right center. And Angel Hernandez... Had a great year. He's in the World Series this year. It's like, no, that was right field. Doesn't count. And then that's he. That's the World Series. It's over. Well, so I think what you'd have to do is you'd have to have two more poles and two more sets of lines. Because, like, you know, the foul poles, foul lines, you got to have two more to help differentiate the field. Because otherwise, you got, you're going to get guys like Angel Hernandez who's going to fuck it up. If you called foul and hit it foul... Does that count as a single? No, 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 no. you got to keep that. That's part okay. of the game. In my yeah. mind, that's, that's, that's still no, that's baseball. fair. That's very fair. That's yep. no, that just makes <laughs> sense, you know? What's going on? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> it's still baseball. It's still baseball. All right. But, so wait, real quick before we move on. When you have the foul pole set up now to differentiate – are there like, is there netting? Like, are we going to have netting here? So it's just like tunnels almost. No, 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 because We're, we're going to have the still... guys from Cirque du Soleil that climb the poles and they're just going to be up there snatching them. <laughs> we have to hire acrobats to be the, the, the new lineups. No, it'll be. We're going to get rid of all the money they're saving, not paying minor league players that goes towards the acrobats. What, what would be interesting though, is like, because the fielders won't know where you called it, so they're still going to have to try in every play. <laughs> so you hit it to left, and but uh, but you called it right, and the left fielder makes a great jumping catch, and it's like you were already sitting back down in the dugout because you're like, ah, it doesn't fucking matter. But what if they miss? Do you then like, oh, now you get another chance? Or do you well, get on base it. then? It could be you like You could a- play that off really well too. Here, I'll let you finish, then I'll go. I was going to say, it could be like, you know, if, if you hit a defender, 
it, you got to still run run the bases, you know. And if you don't touch it, it's an out. But if you touch it, that, that's a live ball. <laughs> you could really effectively play it off as like, oh, you hit it, and it's like, oh shit, I hit it in the wrong spot. Start walking off. Fielder sees it, like, oh, it's an out anyway. I don't need to hustle for it. It drops, it goes out, whatever. You just, oh, no shit, I lied. Ha, suck it, losers. And then just finish running your bases. Perfect strategy. Absolutely. Hit and ball trick, kind of. <laughs> yeah, naturally. Naturally. We nailed it. Yeah, we cured it. All right. All right, round five. This will probably be our last one. And then we'll we'll go over our various combined rule systems and see who ruined baseball most effectively. Uh, <laughs> M, round five, what's your first pick? or the only pick for this round. The drop third strike rule, now the batter has to run to the third. And all if there's runners on, they have to reverse. And that's how they score. Oh and if the batter forgets and accidentally runs towards first, because that's how they're used to, they lose a run. Yeah. Heavy consequences. I have I have no qualms with this. This is great. I I I actually kind of love this because you know the odds of you scoring from first are pretty slim as far as you know ba- again baseball is a sport of failure and the farthest you are from home the hardest it is for you to score. That's just intuitive. And getting a to a base on a dropped strike 3 is so rare anyway that making the stakes of it that much bigger is actually kind of amazing. Gary Sanchez is shaking right now at the thought of this. Hear me out. No. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Thank you. Drop strike three. You run to third. Catcher turns, throws it to third, trying to get you out. Pass ball. It goes out into the outfield. Do you have to turn around and run back home? Can you score yourself on a single? Or would that be a double? No, no, it'd be a stolen base. You have to run the the opposite way. So it's now you know clockwise. Whoever was on first is scoring that next run. That's right. Okay. Again, I have no issues with this. This is great. (laughs) Would would that reverse direction hold for the rest of the inning? No, just for that play. Okay. So then if that guy, if the guy who, who was at bat with the drop third strike, if he only makes it to second, when the next batter gets up, that guy's now running back the normal way to score. So you can get to third twice in two at bats. Yes. Nice. If you have a reverse Uno card in your pocket, can you play it? Do you have to play it after he hits it or when he comes up? Like, Hey, if this happens, reverse Uno card, putting it down. I got it. The catcher has to pull it before he gets the ball. Okay. What about if they hit it, guy throws it, you know, to second base, you're on third, you're running back to second. Ah, shit. I'm going to get out. It's already there. Then you pull the Uno card. Ha ha. I'm going back to third. That's, I mean, how could I not like that rule if I have, if I like the third bait, drop third strike rule, I have to say, yeah, you're bringing the Uno cards. Do we have someone somewhere writing all these down? Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm right here. Yeah. This is Baseball is now a board game. <laughs> yeah. And one of the terrible ones that is really convoluted. It's, the it's the, the like... rules take forever, but the, your friend is like, no, you're going to love it. I promise. It's really yeah, fun. It's a combination of baseball, Uno, and Twister. <laughs> it's one of those board games you open up and it's got dice it's got like the spinner it's got like the thing you pop from trouble it's got like 36 different pieces from 36 different games you just move as you go all right, all right. i want to make sure we're moving am along. i up yes corwin you're up so this is our last round so i got to make this one count Should I keep it real? Should I get weird? Like, I don't know how to go. I don't know how to finish this out. All right. One of that for you. You're right. Um, If a pitcher balks, he's ejected. That's it. You balk, you're done. No, no time for that nonsense in this 
pace of play game. You balk, get out of here. Takes 15 minutes for someone to warm up when that just happens randomly. They're like, we, we're doing this for pace of play. Or it's going to be even they make the like, pitcher oh, sprint you, from the you bullpen. Didn't declare that you're switching from, from, from the windup to the stretch. Sorry, sir. Get the fuck out of here. You know the rules. It's the fucking goofiest part. Some guy coughs while he's on the mound, just ejected. I just love the fact that you have to tell the ump I'm changing how I'm pitching today. for the Because it's like the windup and the stretch are two pretty different pitching positions. It's like, and also, why the fuck should the ump care? Like, because if the idea of the bulk is, hey, don't be a dick and just make a clear attempt to throw the ball where you are, where your body appears to intend to wanting to be throwing the ball. Um, why do you have to be like, sir, I'm going to, I'm going to throw it like, like that now. Um, before I was throwing it like, like this. Um, just want to let you know before I got started. Hope that's okay. It seems like a very, it's a very old timey part of the game. I didn't even know. See, Josh, you just, you just acted it out right yeah. there. Leave the call. You're done. It's I'm over. Done. Yeah, because because what happens is um, if you because technically the different motions and if you like deviate from your standard motion, that's considered a bulk. So you have to like tell one of the umps that you're switching between the two, which which pitchers will do if like there's a runner on third and it's like, well, he's not going to steal home. So I'm just going to go to the go back to the windup because I don't need to worry about him stealing with the stretch. And yeah, it's. It's a very small rule that like never comes up, but every time it does comes up, it's like, hey, here's this fun baseball rule from like 1836. Uh, <laughs> this rule survived the Civil War. Um, all right. All right. My last one is is somewhat on the field. Every team is required to have at least five uniforms per season. All of them. Even the traditional Red Sox and Yankees who don't usually have – Yankees don't have any. Red Sox don't usually have a lot. They usually have just the blue ones. Um, every team has to have five. I like that. Amendment to this rule, each starting pitcher gets his own. They design their own. What, whenever they pitch, boom, that's what uniform you wear that day. Imagine like Marcus Stroman's uniform day. That'd be great. Chris Sale, he just goes up and just tattered rags. And pitchers would probably actually have the hardest time with it because they have all those like restrictions on what they can and can't wear based on like, you know, the Color. colors and not being deceptive and whatnot. Josh, this is a rule for the fans, not the players. We don't care what they think. Come You're on. right. All pitchers should be wearing like neon yellow. <laughs> Might as well just change Scorching. the batter's eye to white too in the background. So one of the rules I was thinking of was what if we put like, um, a target on the batter's eye and you hit the middle of it, like you win a prize. Um, but then I was like, oh, but then the batter's eye wouldn't be black. And that kind of defeats the fucking purpose, doesn't it? <laughs> Thought about having one where it's like, you know, like the little, the tiny, tiny little bullseyes they have in like certain stadiums somewhere. It's like, if you, you hit it in there, it's like a, a basketball hoop size, something like that. It's just like you win the game, golden snitch. Every stadium has um, a bust of Rob Manfred with his mouth open. And if you <laughs> hit the ball in, <laughs> you're going to be commissioner for a day. Yeah. I've always <laughs> wanted to drop my ball into Rob Manfred's mouth. Yeah. We all have. Only one, though. Been there. Yeah. All right. All right. Did you guys have any other any other rules that you were really excited about that we didn't get to, to hear? Anything you want to offer up before we do a final look back at um, – our new versions of MLB. No. Yeah, I had, a, I had some, you know, like eliminate uh, time manipulation, six-year contract, six-year team control starts when you sign it. No more of that. But, you know, again, wanted to get weird with it, and there's no way that ever passed. So, yeah, yeah. I had some... like get rid of the playing game for the wild card. But then when you guys started getting really out there, I was like, I can't now come in with all these boring ones, these boring yeah. real yeah, ones. Yeah, I, I, I had I had robo umps and, and pitch clocks, and I was like, well, we got to a point where it's like I can't go back to this. Yeah, I had one where like I want a physical robo ump behind the plate. Like I want like R two D two calling balls and strikes back there, and like R two D two, he's got an attitude, you know. Rendon says his, you know, awful comments he always makes towards umps. He 
takes out the little taser he's got and it's a little zap, little uh, little something, something. Very sassy series of squeaks and beeps. All right. Absolutely. All right. Hold on. Let's try to get through this quick. I don't want to hold up too much of Emily's time. She's been very gracious with us already. So I'll now read out everybody's list of rules and we will vote to see who did the, the best in this draft. So Emily's new baseball MLB has a universal DH. Each deck in the outfield counts for an additional run for a home run. If games are tied in the 11th inning or later, or in the 11th inning, we go to a home run derby. Um, there is a ban on sack bunting and dropped strike, dropped third strikes. Uh, everyone runs in reverse order <laughs> with the batter running to third and then everyone else running backwards to base if there's anybody else on base. Corwin's MLB. We have increased the minimum minor league salary uh, for, for uh, individual players. Um, if Angel Hernandez finishes top five in accuracy, he gets to go to the World Series, but he has to strip with every wrong call. Um, there are now tennis balls disguised as baseballs, um, randomly scattered balls. throughout. Right, randomly scattered throughout the uh, the approved balls. Uh, we have legalized all drugs, and every time someone balks, they are ejected. Um, and then in mine, we have a salary floor. Uh, if both managers agree. We can eject umpires for uh, calling balls and strikes. Uh, called strikes down the middle count for two strikes. Batters have to call the directions of their hits. Otherwise, they don't count. Um, and each team must have at least five uniforms. So you can pick your own draft. But um, I guess let's go in the same order in which we drafted. So M, which version of baseball would you take? I feel compelled. I, I can't skip on Corwin because the legalize all drugs. I mean, that all LSD game, the broadcasters, the umpiring crew, the grounds crew, the guy who drives the bullpen cart, the oh, concession the workers crew. on LSD is just, I, I need to see it. And like Oprah, everybody look under your seat. <laughs> you get LSD, you get LSD, you get LSD. It's in the drinking water. Ah, oh, M, that means so much. Uh, can you replace Josh? Because you support me way more than he does on this podcast. So only if it comes never drugs. Change. Oh, he does. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he does. Uh, I took six tabs of LSD right before I came on here. Hell yeah, um, Josh. I just want to point out after you you read all of yours out in order, like four of your five are just going to boost the egos of the umpires. Like it's all power to the umpires. Well, they can get ejected. Right. But at the same time, it's like you give them so much control. Like, oh, that wasn't left. That was left center. Yeah, well, no, we'd that. have the new poles. Don't forget, we have, we'd have the two new poles and you'd have the lines. So I, just, I don't trust those umpires, man. I just don't I mean, trust you're them. You're not wrong for that. So yeah. who, which one are you taking? Um, you know, I don't want to be mean, but mine's kind of, you know, the best. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's the world I want to live in. People get paid and can do drugs. What more do you want? All right. So that's two votes for Corwin. I'll probably pick M's. Yeah, because I like the idea of baseball switching directions every now and then. <laughs> because because it's so similar to how the game currently operates, but it's a little different. <laughs> well, I feel like that's why Corwin's drug game is so amazing because i feel like all the wacky things we've all picked are just bound to happen in a game with everyone on lsd that's people true. are gonna we run backwards people are gonna think that you know it's a fair ball when it's foul like it's just gonna be mayhem i think we should kind of put out a trial run here like you know given major league baseball players a bunch of drugs that won't work we start at like the high school level we could see how it works out. Move it up to college. Ah, well, college—they already got their thing going. Um, but you test know, it school, in the a bunch of sixteen-year-old kids doing hard drugs. What more could we ask for in this Not country? Even. You got to host a celebrity all-star game of like retired or current rock stars. You know, guys who've been there. You know, they've done it. This isn't new. Yeah, running the bases while high is a little different, but they'll figure that part out. And just let him Dude, like imagine, didn't um uh, Machine Snoop Gun Kelly is for the, the Cleveland um celebrity uh, softball game a few years ago. I think he said yeah. he was high on LSD the whole time anyway, and he hit like a home run. So fuck it, let that guy be commissioner and just go wild. 
Machine Gun Kelly. I literally don't you know, know who Machine taking, Gun Kelly is outside Snoop of that Dogg home deep. Run. That's fantastic. Neither do I. I watched that game and I was like, Machine Gun Kelly? Who the hell is this? But I also say that for like half the roster of that game. Oh, yeah. And then I look up Machine Gun Kelly and it's like, oh, he's a mobster from the 30s. And I'm like, I'm not sure this is the same guy. <laughs> These feel Looks like great for his age. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know his hair's white, but I think that's manufactured. <laughs> oh, all right. Hey, this was a ton of fun. Um, yeah, this was awesome. You guys are hilarious. Well, hey, thanks. Thanks so much for joining us for this very offbeat topic. I'm glad we got to do something a little bit different. Um, where can people find you? Where can people find your show? Uh, where, can the, where can the people get you? The people can find me um, Twitter at mshedoesit, E-M-S-H-E-D-O-E-S-I-T. And you can find Breaking Balls at Break Balls Pod. We release a new episode every Saturday on anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you guys like this show, you're going to like my show. <laughs> right Basically. on. If you listen true. to this one, you're going to like mine. So listen to it. But I will, I will say oh, yeah. Breaking Balls has significantly better production value. <laughs> so if you, if you, because we don't <laughs> spend much time doing it. So if you like this show, you'll probably like Breaking Balls more. <laughs> so definitely go check it out if you're listening to this. <laughs> oh, and this was great. I Thank can't... you so much for joining us. Guys, anytime. This is awesome. <laughs>
just namaste. They will not accept it. All right. We have once again continued on for longer in the intro and outro than I think we ever have. <laughs> so I am once again sorry for you now having to listen to us talk about food. But uh, shout outs again to Emily Nyman again. Uh, she said it. But you can find her on Twitter at MSheDoes It. You can check out the uh, podcast, Breaking Ball Podcast, where all podcasts are found, which is another one of those things where it's like kind of no shit. Um, everyone says it because, like, it feels like you have to say it because like, I guess there was a point in time where, like, that wasn't true. Um, you know, like, where your podcast could only – like, we're only on Apple Podcasts before everything, like, got aggregated. Um, but now everything aggregates. So it's like everyone still says it, but it's like, does it mean anything? Like the only place it might not be is Spotify because they're weird. But anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, shout outs to M. It was a lot of fun. Really liked having her on. Can't wait to get a lot of these baseball people back during the season. Talk about some actual ball. But we will get there soon as spring training is still in full swing. And we're um, we're moving, shaking, getting towards the beginning or the op- opening day of the actual season. Um, if you want to follow... Our show on Twitter, you can do so at DeucingPod. If you want to hit us up via email, you can do so at DeucingTheNumbers at gmail.com. And uh, until Monday, y'all have a good one. Or don't. <laughs>